Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Taj. I'm Brandon. <laughs> I'm Damon. And I'm Dietrich. And we're I'll, choice I'll, I'll tracks. I'll back a sec. I'll dial back. I'm Damon. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Damon. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we're choice tracks. <laughs> uh, we're a podcast where we have a theme and we pick songs that go with that theme. And then what, the second half is an album uh, where one of the hosts picks an album and we make uh, the rest of the guys listen to it. Um, so uh, this week was my theme. So we're going to go and drop that needle on side A. Um, so my theme, uh, which some parties here are wanting to say what the theme is, but my theme is meet cute. <laughs> uh, meet cute refers to when uh, in a rom-com, uh, the one party meets the other party for the first time and you know, the song comes in and you're like, oh yeah, these two people are going to be together by the end of the movie, right? No matter what other else happens, like this is when they first lock eyes or they first find interest in each other and like this this is it this is going to be the the one person the person we're rooting for you know um type of thing in in rom-coms so uh i i picked this theme kind of it it goes juxtaposed to the album it is kind of why i picked it i also picked it because i i thought it would very narrowly focus what type of song um i was looking for i thought it would (laughs) It did for the most part. Uh, but uh, the song I picked um, is, I think, epitomizes what a meet cute is because um, I'm pretty sure it's been used in the movie. But like the song itself, the lyrics, the the, the feeling of the song, the the, the melody of it um, is uh, is what I think uh, meets that. And so the song I picked is This Will Be by Natalie Cole. Now, um, this song, uh, some people uh, now the title is this will be, you know, parentheses, an everlasting love um, is, is what it's from. So uh, Natalie Cole is, of course, the daughter of uh, Nat King Cole. Um, and so this song uh, came out in, sorry, uh, 1975. What's interesting about it, and because I went down a bit of a rabbit hole, is the writers of the song um, was a five-piece, uh, well, it was two people from a five-piece band called The Independents. Um, and so they were part of a musical group from 1971 to 1975. They kind of broke up in 74. Um, but the two main guys um, uh, from this uh, left to become, one of them left to become a, a songwriter and wrote most of uh Nat, Nat, uh, Natalie Cole's uh, songs. Um, so the song, it, this will be, um, you know, it hit the ch- charts. It was number six, hit number five in disco. So like it, 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 it was big and this was on her debut album. So um, where you might have heard it in rom-coms is while you were sleeping, uh, the parent trap um cinderella story and taxi uh but it's been used in other places but um it, i'm kind of surprised I, I thought maybe it might have been used more than that but uh probably the the while you were sleeping is probably most where most people know that so yeah as far as in relationship to rom-coms sorry <laughs> it's how i meant to state that so but uh what did you guys think of this will be well, I mean, I've definitely heard the song, um, <laughs> you know, and, and I think it's a really good choice. I mean, there's a reason why that song is used in, in multiple, uh, 
rom-coms, romantic comedies, dramas, what have you. I mean, it's perfect. It, it fits the, the theme, you know, and, um, you know, she she has a great voice and it's a very memorable song. And, you know, yeah, you hear you may not know the artist necessarily, but you're like, oh, yeah, I know this one. Um, yeah, no, I this is, this is a good way to start start the episode. I think this is a perfect, um, perfect pick for for what you were going for. So, OK, yeah. Yeah. I think this is this is excellent. <laughs> it's excellent. <laughs> Thank you. And it's, and I like the song. I mean, it's a good song. Right. How can you how can you not like it? I mean, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. You have to be dead inside if you don't like it. Right. Right. It needs to st- wow. If it doesn't share some kind of feelings, you know. So what did what about you, teacher? What did you think? Uh, I thought, you know, it's, it's definitely picture theme. It's very bubbly, very, very feel goodish. Especially, you know, I, I love the song by itself, within itself. Um, the fact that it's used, you know, in, in rom-coms and things of that nature, it, it just kind of flows in and it fits well. Um, I especially love her little rom when she goes with it. It's like, yeah, this just makes you kind of feel kind of jazzy and good at the same time, snapping your fingers. Um, I can definitely see it as a, a quote-unquote Meet cute. I still hate that title, but meet cute. Um, um, movie rom com type situation, and um, yeah, it, it definitely has that feel good vibe to it. That you know, looking at somebody across the room and got this music playing in the background, it just makes you feel like, yeah, we're gonna last forever, right? So, and of course, we know movies don't last forever, and neither do relationships. But hey, <laughs> it's all about the moment, right? All exactly. about the moment. So yeah, exactly. I think we're good. Yeah. When the the other thing, like this is. With, with this type of song, like it's one of those where like you don't you could do like two years worth of relationship with this song, right? You could have the meet play this song montage and you're like, you get it. They they were in love for those two years and then you cut to like two years later type of thing. But yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that. That's that's yeah. a good that's a good scenario right there. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. No, I'll roll with that for now. For now. Gotcha. Yeah, never. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you've all seen while while you were sleeping. Uh, you know, the hit was uh, Sandra Bullock, but it's it's a movie that my wife really liked, and then I watched it well, like, probably a couple times since she in- introduced me uh, to that. It's such a good movie. The '90s have uh, just have a, had a way about creating these like moments in these movies that just, you know, you just want to like stick with you and you want to watch them over and over again. Um, this is probably like around the time, like home alone and stuff like that came out, but like, this is like a Christmas movie, I think. Um, but yeah, it, it what a hit Nellie Cole. Yeah, I think so. I think it was around Christmas. It was like, yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was a great movie, but a lot of, a lot of music had an opportunity to be in a good movie like that. <laughs> so I think music in the nineties with Natalie Cole, like, you know, daughter of Nat, Nat King Cole. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, he's like, he's just phenomenal. I've got some of his stuff in the, my CD collection, but, um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I really liked it. It's, it definitely brings me back in time. I'm a teenager again and I'm watching rom-coms with the family, family movie night. But, uh, yeah, this, this was introduced to me later, later, uh, in life, a little bit after high school, but, uh, um, with the, with that movie while, while you're sleeping. Oh. Must have been a radio cut for sure. But yeah, good pick. Like right. it. Okay. So 
I guess we'll, we'll go and move on. Uh, Brandon, what did you pick? I'm always at, like, whenever Taj is the host, I'm always next. No, 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 it's cool. It's cool. I'm ready. Let's get this done. I want to get this over with and move on. And <laughs> Oh, you don't want to represent? Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, um, you know, plus my song's fantastic. Your song uh, is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was I was thinking, trying to think of uh, songs that either I thought would, would fit in a romantic comedy or songs that were actually in, uh, you know, romantic movies or romantic comedies. And, and uh, you know, it's coming down, coming down to the wire there. And I recently rewatched Dirty Dancing. And in Dirty Dancing, at the very beginning of the movie, this song is used. And I thought, this is great. So let's just pick this. And uh, I've always liked the song. The song is Be My Baby by the Ronettes. And it came out in 1963. The Renettes are one of the great 1960s, uh, you know, girl groups. Um, it, there were three uh, three singers in the band, uh, fronted by the phenomenal Ronnie Spector. And then you also had her sister, Estelle Bennett, and then their cousin, Nedra Talley. Um, the song was uh, written, uh, there were three writers. One of them was Phil Spector. Uh, Phil Spector, I'm not sure if we've talked about him before, but uh, he is a very famous producer, and uh, he was known for his Wallace sound and um he was also married to Ronnie Spector. Uh, I can't remember exactly when they got married, but they were married for a while. Um, but the song itself uh, was a huge hit. It reached number two in the U.S. Um, I don't know if when I first heard the song, it could be Dirty Dancing. I can't even remember the first time I saw Dirty Dancing, but I have seen Dirty Dancing multiple times. Uh, I do like Dirty Dancing. I'm not ashamed of it. It's a good movie. Um, also has a great soundtrack track um but there's a reason why this song is played at the very beginning it's perfect for what i think taj's theme is and um this is a i mean this song has been used in multiple movies and i think it's always used you know almost the same way you know it's it's all about people falling for each other somebody wanting to be with somebody else and and um yeah so i, I think it's perfect it's a phenomenal song and uh i never get sick of hearing it so there you go. It, and I, I agree. Like, uh, I've heard this song before, of course, but like when you picked it and then I heard it, you're like, God damn it. How do you pick the original rom-com meet cute song? Like this one be, cause like, I feel like uh, this will be like any like nineties afterwards. Like that's the song you want for when they meet, but be my baby is the one, any movies before the nineties, you have somebody meet somebody and, and that's, yeah, it was exactly what I was looking for. And you're like, hit the yeah perfect song <laughs> older than mine and you're like damn it <laughs> how did you do that brandon <laughs> thank dirty dancing <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah oh man you did it again it's bring me back to the 90s you know like little jennifer gray and uh patrick swayze romance but that's that's all I know the song from. And I remember it being like there was like stills in the beginning of the movie with like black and white like flashes of people dancing and yeah. No, this is that's that's all I think of when I hear this. <laughs> 
And of course, like you said, it's in other stuff too. But yeah, good pick. I feel old now. (laughs) (laughs) Good old dirty dancing. Um, So far, y'all picked memorable songs, um, stuff that sticks out, you know, from the ear point of view. And this is another one of those. It's just like, how can you not hear it as soon as you bring up the title? It's like, it's stuck in your head. I'm going to be pissed off if I go to sleep and I'll hear this shit. <laughs> Brandon, I'm coming for you, bro. I'm just telling you that right now. But uh, outside of that, you know, I think, I think I'll think i be okay. I think everything is good. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, I hope it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I just got to check it out, man. I, I, I love this. I don't music. think it's a song it's to torment you. <laughs> it can. Especially if you've heard it hundreds and hundreds of times. Um, my thing is, True. I'm not big on rom-coms. Don't tell you that right oh. now. Oh, uh-oh. Really? Okay, I guess I kind of flagged you as somebody that would be. Even. Bro, the cheese factor is, <laughs> is monumental. Like... <laughs> There's good cheese. There's a lot of good cheese in Dirty Dancing. That's a I'm saying fine, like a fine a, cheese. It's like all all the songs that are in Dirty Dancing literally come flooding back into my ears and in my mind. And all I can think of is, damn, I'm watching this shit all over again while we're talking about it. <laughs> literally, scene for scene, I was forced to go see it. Um, uh, it was they were doing like right. Sunday, like Sunday drive through with somebody, um, like in neighborhood, and so they were showing that movie, and I was dating this girl, and I had to go see it, and, and I'm sitting there, just sitting here, like shoot me now, somebody <laughs> put a hole in the screen, somebody's slamming to somebody else, just, just come on. But all in all, it was still a good movie. I will not take anything away from the movie. I just can't do the rom com. I can't. <laughs> Because it's always so predictable. They always wind up together. And it always pisses me off because it never happens in real life. Like, <laughs> but um, it's a great pick, man. Let me, let me just stop right there. Uh, yeah, the Ronettes. Yeah, good voice. Good voices. I mean, that's like really cool. Older, older. W- when did this come out again? 1963. 63. And that's before, you know, anybody knew what Dirty Dancing was. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's that's a cool vibe, though. I mean, I'd like to hear some of the other stuff. Definitely, it's it's always music that I never gravitate to because it's so old, and you know, I just don't know who these people are. That's why I'm here. That's why I rely on you guys to give me give me a little bit of a a wake up call. <laughs> I want to hear definitely hear more of their stuff. So okay, so uh, we're going go ahead and keep going. Uh, Dietrich, what did you have for us? Oh, so mine was a little bit of a tricky one. Um, reason being is because, like I said, I don't like rom-coms, but I do love romantic songs. Mm. I, I can separate the song from the movie. Now, here's the thing. My particular pick was in two episodes, um, two completely different shows spanning over two completely different timelines, right? So the first timeline, uh, it happened in an episode. I believe he was actually in that episode singing the song as he came out, like a promotional tour type situation. And it was, uh, a, a classic piece of television art called 90210. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back in 1996. And the other one um, was a show of more recent time frames. Um, the one that I know Brandon and I definitely adore. It was uh, a show called Atlanta. It was uh, episode four, uh, season four, episode eight. Um, so uh, this this is one of those songs that if you put this on at a party, especially a party known for R&B and, and, and sing-alongs and karaoke and things of that nature, this is a song that everybody blows out the water because they just love it. 
so damn much. And when I was thinking of your scene, Taj, I literally thought of what would it be like to meet the person that you really want to get to know and have an instant crush on. Right. right. But somehow or another, you fumble the bag. You don't come across <laughs> it the right way. You don't say what you actually mean to say and you miss your opportunity. How would you go back and readjust that? How would you go back and replay that thought in your mind? If you ever had a chance to see you again, how would you how would you step to them versus how you decided not to or was too scared to at the time of approach? Right. And right. so this actual song um was written, produced and um uh performed. Um, as far as all the musical instruments and the whole nine by none other than an artist by the name of Babyface. Um, he gave it to a 17 year old kid at the time who blew it out the damn water and has made his career 30 plus years later off of this one song. Um, he's had other songs that were out and he definitely had an album that came out, um, in 93 and that album, uh, was called I'm Ready. I believe it was 93 or 96, one or two, but it was, it was called I'm Ready and it basically put him on top of the charts. Um, and this song stayed number one for three weeks. It stayed in the top 100 for the whole year, uh, dropped to number nine, but it was still up there in the top 10. Uh, multiple sales, multiple platinum, uh, charts, uh, nominated for a Grammy, the whole nine. And the artist's name is Tevin Campbell. The song is Can We Talk? It's essentially about him meeting a girl, him wanting to have this conversation with her. But in the midst of the moment when everything was right for him to say something, he choked. And he did not get a chance to, to come out with what he really wanted to say. And so... If he ever had that chance again, he will come forward full frontal and he will just say, can we talk for a moment? Girl, I want to know your name. I want to know everything about you. I want to fall in love with you right then and there. Let's, let's make baby. Let's, let's have fun. That's what that was all about. So what do y'all think about Can We Talk by Kevin Campbell? Um, it, I liked it. Uh, I had never heard it before. I felt that it very much matched the theme. I, I know you you kind of feel like maybe it's an after thing, but in my mind, like it's, it's one of those, cause I'm back in the day. I was one of those people that I thought too much. I had like, I was thinking 10 steps ahead. So like, I already, I already pictured half of the stuff going on. Right. And so like on the approach, like I would just like bail halfway. Right. So, but this was very much like a, you come up with the plan. You already thought and like halfway experience everything in your head. It's like you just come up and you're like, hey, can we talk? And because you don't officially meet until you actually talk to each other. So like even if you like halfway walked and then turned left, <laughs> you're like, that's not a meet cute. You didn't actually meet. <laughs> you you got to actually go up, say something. <laughs> and then you're done. So but yeah, but yeah, no, I, but I liked it for that for for sure. So zoom song, cool. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I I know the song. Uh, definitely, I mean, I knew it before Atlanta. Um, mm -hmm. I never watched 90210. It wasn't it wasn't my jam. Um, but I I am familiar with the artist and familiar with the song. I can't say I've listened to a lot by him, but mm -hmm. but I definitely know this song. And yes, I do think that this fits the theme. Yes, I do think this is a good song. Um, I can totally jam with uh with some 90s R&B. Um, and uh and I did then, and I can still do it now. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a good choice, and and uh, it's it's nice to have you know. 
I guess, I don't know, his 90s is not necessarily contemporary, but in my head, it's like, it's more contemporary, definitely more contemporary than what I picked. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, it's, this was, this was excellent for, for a self-proclaimed rom-com hater. Uh, I think that you, you picked a good song. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> I can, I can appreciate the tie in to 90210 for sure. Yeah. I understood the assignment. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. See, it, and I thought you were going to say like it was used in a, in a Tyler Perry show or like a, something on BET or something. But it's like, okay. Nope. 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 The only, only two episodes it was ever on was one with 90210 and the other one was Atlanta. No huh. movies have ever gotten a contract in order to use it. I think if they did, or they should do it now, because it's one of those songs that carry a movie, right? Literally, and, and exactly. it's got that kind of feel to it that it, it could come across in a great way. And like right now, like they even had a TikTok challenge of everybody singing a song who could actually like really sing it. And all of these different R&B artists came out and started blowing away on it. So because they learned how to hit those runs off of their song. So yeah, it's definitely one of those. Gotcha. Uh, and also a uh, shout out yeah. to Atlanta. What a great show. <laughs> what a great show. Great. Never saw that show. What is that show? <laughs> what is it? It's Not a show. We're talking it's about a show. <laughs> it's a show. It's like, a, is it a reality show or is it like, no, a, no, no. Actual oh, okay. Show. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got something new to check out for sure. I, I, I can appreciate the feel and the vibe from, uh, from Tubbing Campbell, you know, definitely is nineties throwback. This is the kind of stuff that probably like in Long Island, New York, like my wife would have been listening to in high school and, you know, that would have been like the jam on the radio and stuff like that. So that's, and that's one of her favorite shows, 90210. Not particularly what I'm drawn to. Um, so I can't say it's bad because he's hitting, he's hitting some high notes, man. Like I can't, holy shit, I couldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> and not too many people can do that. So no, it's definitely, it's definitely representative of the time. If it, it totally fits the meet cute, uh, a theme here. Uh, which is like, at first I thought it was like an expression of like a caveman, you know, he's trying to court his, uh, cave woman. But, uh, yeah, no, I like it. I like it for what it is, for sure. Cool. So the win, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll, we'll go and wrap up this segment with Damon. What, what do you have for us? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, picked an artist that i really like a lot they're still going um a lot of bands from the 80s that flew, flowed into the 90s uh they they just kept on flowing into the 2000s uh, but you'll never forget this on in the movie that it's from this is omd orchestral maneuvers in the dark if you leave And this was made for the soundtrack Pretty in Pink. And Pretty in Pink is like it's it's one of my favorite. Um, I, I think I've got it on I've got it on cassette. I've got, I don't know if I have it on uh, CD, but uh, back when I had a vehicle that had a just like a tape deck. <laughs> I would play this once in a while. Yeah, it's such a good, such a good um, soundtrack, really. But yeah, OMD is a great band. Um, so if uh, if you leave, this is 1986. Uh, that's when the movie came out for for Pretty in Pink. 
and the um, the the artist. There's so there's like more than two, but there's two main vocalists. These are the two uh, Andy Mc, McCluskey and Paul Humphreys. Um, yeah, I love this song. I, if you haven't heard it, then you're crazy. And if you don't know what it's from, definitely check out Pretty Pink. Um, this is a yeah, this is an '80s rom com. This is the kind of style, the style rom com that I was drawn to, always been drawn to. I've always liked like The Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles. Um, you get a lot of the same people. One of them, Molly Ringwald, is in like all three of them, I think. So <laughs> she's just like the epitome of a rom com teen rom com uh, from the eighties. And you got Andrew McCarthy's in this. Lots of other good, good, uh, good actors. But yeah, OMD's great. I want to see them uh, perform. I hope, hopefully, I can. But what do you guys think of uh, if you leave? So <laughs> I'm gonna jump in. So I did fact check. Uh, this song is playing in the background, muted for the meet cute scene in the movie. But like when you first set this song and especially by itself, the title and lyrics, like this is, this is like a closing song. Like this is the song for the end of the movie, which it very much is. And you're like, you pick it for a meet cute and you're like, uh, but I was like, okay, I'll let it slide. But, but yeah. you understand, you got to understand they don't really fall. They don't really even understand that that's going to happen until the end of the movie. So it's like, it's like they go through the whole movie, the whole movie, it's like yeah no. he's sitting around <sighs> trying to hit on her and you know nobody nobody so, is for sure if they're even gonna happen you know all right so, so I, I see I, I see what your point but yeah, yeah definitely this is definitely a meet cute at the end uh, it's like your rule I think uh okay <laughs> I'll come oh. back. I'll let the other guys talk because th- there's some stuff about the movie itself. But yeah, but the, as far as the song, wait, like, wait, wait. it's a good song, but the song is not like a meet cute. This is not a song like oh, okay. when you turn around and you lock eyes and you're like, that's the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. This is a song of like, you know, you had the girl, you lost the girl, you got the girl back. That's this song. You got the girl back. It's because it's like, you know, you're like, please don't leave. Like, I, I finally overcome. I mean, it's sort things. of. Yeah. But in the movie, like, definitely like this. I don't think you ever really had her till the end. So, yeah. <laughs> I hope it's up for debate. Which is why. Do you not like the movie? <laughs> you like Do you not like John Hughes style stuff? <laughs> but no, I, I like John. So, I. There's, I don't know. So we talked about Ready Player One and Two. Ready Player Two has a big part about this and how yeah. it, the, they originally had a different ending and they had different actors lined up for the movie. And like it would have made the movie a whole lot different. I think this movie more than most like led to people shipping people with different people. And it also led to the game of fuck, marry, kill, because it's like, who would you fuck? Who would you marry? And who would you kill? <laughs> because like, yeah, this right. movie is just like, it's not as far as like a rom-com it didn't land it like it just yeah i don't know <laughs> but that's just i me. would have to do well okay there are a few others that like maybe could have even fit it a little bit better uh maybe 16 candles would have been better i don't know yeah um <laughs> there's that too but like i said molly Greenwald's at all of them so if you want to tie that together sure uh, i i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you yeah Okay, I lost track of what we're talking about. What movie were y'all just arguing over <laughs> this, this whole time? <laughs> like, 
pretty in pink. Are you okay? You're playing uh, the part yeah. of Ducky. Are you playing the part of Ducky? Uh, <laughs> pretty in pink. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. you, you said Molly Greenwald, and I just <laughs> literally start going through all the movies in my head, and next thing I know, I don't lost track of what the hell y'all were talking about. It's like, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, it, it's a good song. I like the song. I just yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I do like the song. I don't think I ever knew the name of the artist. So when you said the song title, I'm like, is that the song? I think it is. Yeah. And it was. Uh, and um, so anyway, yeah. No, oh, I yeah. think the song is great. The song is good. It's a classic. Uh, Pretty in Pink is a classic. Um, it definitely is a song for a romantic comedy uh, or a romantic dramedy. I think the song yeah. totally fits fits the bill. I will say if. Taj is being specific and if he wants a song that's about a specific moment in a romantic comedy, I think Taj is sort of right <laughs> because I don't necessarily like, uh, I know, okay. I know pretty in pink. Well, and I know what you're saying, Damon, I know what you're saying, but the song okay. <laughs> isn't necessarily the song that would, you would play when you first realize you're Lock in love eyes. with someone. Right. That's, this isn't that song. This is this a song. Okay. This is a song where you've gone through some stuff and this is an end credit song, you know, but if it's a romantic comedy or dramedy very well, but I don't necessarily think that it, it fits the criteria that was a little hazy when Todd told us what the theme was about. <laughs> so, so, so oh, I still so think, does, okay. I still think you hit, I hit, I think you hit the, 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 the head of the nail on this or, you know, but, but, um, I don't necessarily, specifically, I wouldn't pick the song if you were trying to, uh, if, if you're trying to find a song that, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. So, so instead yeah. of uh, instead of Blaine, Andrew McCarthy's character, you know, hooking up with Andy, which is Molly Ringwald's character, uh, should have been Andy and Ducky locking eyes at the no, end. No, no. Then they would have because, been a, no, because they finally they, realized they, their love for each other. I mean, I maybe I don't remember <laughs> the movie very well, but there was a lot of like back and forth, back and forth. And, and yeah. the Andrew McCarthy character, it took some convincing for him to want to be with her so yes you know um that is not falling in love with someone instantaneously and by the way ducky dude ducky <laughs> is the guy for her so no, it's john john crier yeah, it's great uh so james spader no, was like the villain in this uh this movie he played uh steph i i'm team ducky i'm team ducky oh. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna say it like this. Um, I do uh, remember the movie. It was one of those I had to watch. I do remember Ducky. I do remember feeling like Ducky in some points and times in my life. And then I said, fuck that shit. And I actually started coming out balls to the wall. So, um, to me, the song is a great song. The song does fit within the rom-com theme. The song, um, does have like, there, there is, there is a point to what they're saying because it isn't a, 
a meet type situation. It's a, uh, you know, we want to be together. We want to try to work this out. Um, we realize that we're coming from two totally different sides of the track. And on top of that, we don't really have a whole lot of shit in common. But <laughs> hey, we like each other. So let's make it work. That's essentially why they placed it where they placed it at the end of the movie. Because essentially, you know, like you said, that's that's the stuff that we had to go through to realize, hey, why not try this out and see what's going to happen? Um, that being said, I could care less about the placement of the song. <laughs> it's still a great <laughs> song. And it fits within the build of me. And so I just think, you know, it's cool. I, I definitely like it. And I'm around with you on this yeah. one. <laughs> I appreciate it, Dietrich. And, you know, when it comes down to it, like, who cares what Taj thinks about it? <laughs> what we really care is what OMD has to say. So, if it's only Taj's yeah. theme, it's only right. Taj's theme. No big deal. Right. I mean, he screwed the police on that. It's only John Hughes' <laughs> movie, but yeah, exactly. whatever. <laughs> Katy Perry popping out of a cake or something. I don't know. But we all agree it's a good song. Right. Yes. It's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, yeah. OM- OMD is a great band. Orchestral. Uh, I can't even say it. Maneuvers in the dark. Still <laughs> That's why keep saying OMD. Yeah. That's why they're <laughs> like, fuck OMD, guys. OMD. You know you're not going to say this shit over and over again. Um, so yeah. Enjoyed. So it's 80s vibe. We, I like how we gravitated to that that uh, that time. So mm-hmm. 80s and 90s. Sweet. Well, cool. Uh, well, are you guys ready to move on? I think yeah, we sure. should. Let's let's do it before we get into more heated debates about <laughs> '80s rom coms. Um, all right, so oh, we're, gonna, okay. we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna flip the record to side B and drop that needle. And Taj, you had some homework for us. I did. So um, I had you guys listen to uh, "Narrow Stairs" uh, by um, Death. Sorry. Death Cat for Cutie. Um, sorry, I'm writing and I should be talking. Um, mm-hmm. So the reason why... So I'll be honest. This was probably their first album that I listened to. Um, I don't even know how I found this album, uh, to be honest. Um, it's interesting because I did some research before I did the podcast. A lot of people, like if you say Death Cab for Cutie, like their favorite album is, uh, you know, We Face the Facts and We're Voting Yes or uh, Transatlanticism. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Um, this one, it, I, I love this album. Um, it, so I, I, to be honest, so I did listen to this album and then, uh, Codes and Keys. Um, and then I might have done the one after that, but then I, I really didn't keep up with them. Um, but what I think is interesting and the reason why I paired this album with this theme is this album is all about um, the end of it's, it's all like about the end of relationships. It's all about, about like, uh, remembering past loves it's all about like how things end and and things can end differently right uh, you know the person can die you can die inside you can break up you can mutually break up you can be cheating on somebody like it's all about the end of love and it's kind of weird it's kind of like if you were to do like the the five act structure of a movie this is like act four like this is right when like this is kind of weird like not a lot of people examine this and not a lot of people examine it in rock <laughs> you know or 
you know, most, you know, cause you know, the end of love, it's normally like a soft ballad by Joan Baez. Right. But these are like rock songs, uh, with crazy riffs and stuff. And uh, I just, I, I love this album. Um, the research I did like was interesting because on the 10 year anniversary, there was one guy that, that did a review and he was like, Hey, I know one person or two people that, that were like, this is their favorite Death Cat for Cutie album. And it's because they took a risk. They went out there, they experimented. This was their experimental album and it was a success for the most part. Um, this album, uh, let's see, I'm not sure where it ranked. I think it came in. Yeah, it hit number one in U.S. Billboard 200. Um, and so, but, you know, it was, you know, it did meet its criteria. So it's actually their sixth album. Um, and so, um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm rambling um, and I shouldn't know more about them, but I don't. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and pick my song. And then because <laughs> I've already mentioned this song before and originally I was going to pick another song, uh, but I feel I have to justify this song. Uh, I'm going to p- pick I Will Possess Your Heart. And I know that you'll find love. I will possess your heart. Um, now, what I want to say about this song is like, I realize it's creepy it, and I get it. I get that he's stalking her, like, uh, especially the line, like, you know, I, I long for this weird perspective <laughs> where he sees his reflection and she's on the other side of the glass pane. And you're like, man, dude, you're just being a total creep. Uh, so for me personally, I wasn't ever in a relationship for a long time i i almost was the 40 year old version um i get it because yes there's times where like i said when i was like that i i lived in my head way too much and there's times where you see somebody or you think of somebody and you're like your brain just goes too far ahead like you're like oh, we're, we're meeting, we're dating. Like, you think this is going to be the thing that goes on forever. And that's kind of like what You Will Possess My Heart is. It's that guy that just never been in a relationship. He's overthinking it. He's thinking that this is going to be way too much. And especially the line that, like, if you just got to know me, you know, it, you'd like me. And and that's true for most most people that were in my situation. And so I get it. I get that he's a creep, but the song is so amazing. Plus it has that long intro that just like rocks out. And so, but yeah, that I, there was no way I couldn't pick that one. Um, but yeah, so that's the song I picked. <laughs> All right. What'd you guys think? Uh, <laughs> now that I went off random weird theories and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, the, the email rock days were, I mean, this is, that's Cat for Cuties part of that. And that's, that's where it, starts with uh other bands that i've i've talked about i picked jimmy world for one of their what their albums dashboard confessionals a really good one uh they all have like a really good kind of like a similar vibe those three bands in particular i think are my three favorites for the emo rock scene in the early 2000s late 90s um my my song is pity and fear Just 
I like the slow the slow rise with this. Um, I mean, Death Cab for Cutie is they're a very lyrical band. Uh, if you like poems and poetry, and and then mix with like you know emo rock, I mean, this is like this is definitely even a band for people that don't like emo rock. This is a good band, right? Uh, yeah, I and I would say like my musical likeness probably started in the early 2000s uh even though i was in high school in the 90s i I just started learning about music coming out of my shell a little bit with that and trying to like listen to different things and uh you know i grew up in the middle of nowhere so i didn't have much of an exposure other than some radio but um it was enough you know to get me by (laughs) right but uh yeah i guess i probably fit that same bill with you like in high school until like the end of high school uh but i was much of a loner you know um so yeah i can relate to a lot of a lot of death cab stuff but yeah pity and fear is it's like looking through someone else's eyes and almost like you know just like wanting to be there i can relate to a lot so so yeah so what's interesting on on that one was because the way it ends supposedly their tape machine ran out and that's why it ended so abruptly but then they liked it and and that song it's just that is one of the memorable things about that song because it just has that loud noise and then it's like it just cuts and you're like what the hell just happened (laughs) but yeah they're experimental enough to like especially with this album i think that like it, it yeah that's 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 fitting yeah that's great so yeah, I yeah, I, I don't know if I've listened to this album or not. I feel like I might have at some point. Um I I, I don't really have an opinion one way or the other about, about the band. Um because I don't think I've listened to a lot, but for some reason when uh I Will Possess Your Heart came on, I'm like, I've heard this song. I don't know when, but I've heard it. And I remember really liking that song. Um, but it wasn't enough for me to go listen to more Death Cab for Cutie. Did I say it right? Anyway, um, but definitely listening to it for this episode, I feel like they are definitely like that sound is very prominent of that time, you know, like the late nineties and early two thousands that, that, uh, kind of indie rock sound. That's what it sounds like to me, like indie rock, you know? Um, and overall, I, I enjoyed the album. Like, I thought it was, it was, it was a good listen. Um, maybe not very memorable, but I still enjoyed listening to it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. Maybe I have heard more now that I think about it. Cause I was looking at the album covers while you were talking and I'm like, I know that album cover, but maybe I just know the album cover and I don't know the actual music itself. But, um, Anyway, overall, I enjoyed it I, enough, I but I wasn't blown away by it. I probably will forget it, you know, soon. Uh, but there is one song in particular that I really, truly believe is a great song in all its glory and its uh, and its length. Um, and I, I don't mean to like step on your toes, Taj, but I can't think of a better song on that album than your choice. I will possess your heart.
I think that is a really good song. It's got a great, great introduction. It's just got, it's got a cool vibe, a cool sound to it. And I totally dug it because as I'm listening to it, I'm like, okay, okay. You know, and I feel like <laughs> the tracks kind of blend together. But when that one kicked in, I'm like, I took notice. And, um, and because I took notice and because that's when I feel like I could revisit, even if I never listened to a whole album ever again, I would, I would easily put this one on a playlist because I really like that song that much. <laughs> so, so I think okay. that's a great choice. And I, I think you're totally right in that being your choice track. So, um, when you, when you edit this, just play the same sample again <laughs> when gotcha. I said that because I like that song and people need to hear it again. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So. And I will be checking. Sure. <laughs> uh, Jeff Camp Cutie. Um, some parts of this maybe you wanted to break out the black eyeliner. Just, you know, go under a little bit and you know, go on all black with some spikes and just kind of, you know, get in my own zone and nobody understands me. Um, and then I snapped out of it and remembered <laughs> I'm grown. <laughs> I don't have to be like that. This definitely has a David Maggie style, but you know, it was good for that time and that era. Um, I'm not gonna spend long on it. Uh, the song that really reached out and touched me uh, was "You Could Do Better Than Me." being is because I've been in that situation where I've been in a relationship. I feel like it could fail at any point in time. And I feel like, you know, out of all the goodness that you have to offer, you know, why are you with me? Sort of situation. You kind of like you're staying together because you're scared to be apart type of deal. And I, I totally felt that situation. I totally felt where I was coming from. Um, previous relationships that I just knew shouldn't have been. And I just knew that that individual or those individuals should have been with somebody that would have loved them more, respected them more, like said everything, like been on that level that they needed to be um that i just wasn't i was still in my kids stage and thinking about value now it's like damn you know i'm glad i'm with the one with but at the same time what could have been in certain situations you kind of like maybe backtrack on that thought process so um for that matter you know that that hit me close to home and that's what i went with so yeah you do better than me that was that was the tearjerker in my mind gotcha. um, yeah okay so all right but yeah it, yeah okay. well, my second favorite was cast so anyway oh yes that means definitely there oh see see mine was gonna was gonna be long division only because I kind of like math stuff and because the, the concept of that is like because you're trying to do the math so that when you break up, there's nothing left over. There's no remainder. And it's like there's never a good time to break up. Like there's always going to be some kind of remainder, something that has, you know, that you're stuck with or something that you have to drop because you drop remainders and do math. But yeah. Anyways, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it, okay. That's good for Q, yes. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but so, okay, I just have one question, though. Like, is... I feel like this is a good breakup album. Like, I know it's emo-y, I guess, but, like, is this... I don't know many guy or male artists that do breakup albums. Oh, there's plenty of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's there? plenty of that out yeah, there. There's a whole shit of them out it's there. You just a different perspective. At that time, yeah. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Okay. I mean, like I just mentioned all the emo bands that I like. 
the yeah, type but, three top where they're all something that could be relatable for a girl or a boy. And they, they, I mean, these bands have fans all across the board. But yeah, it's, it's either. That they put I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I right, guess right. I kind of see it. Breakup yeah. or, uh, or meet cute, you know? Taj, they're you like, they're not alone. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay. I mean, if you're doing long division all day, you're probably gonna be breaking probably up be alone. But that's why you should do Sudoku. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Good call. So, yeah. All right. All right. So, you guys ready for me to wrap this up then? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this has been Trace Tracks. You can find this on our website at tracetracks.com or email. oh wait a minute. no 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 hang on hang on. <laughs> Um, Wait, who is part of this uh, this band of married yeah. men here? Hang on, I forgot something. I forgot something uh, important. He's done it again to me, folks. <laughs> yeah, I was just crying, getting my beer. again. It's <laughs> a breakup song for you. Didn't like He's it. Not wanting to listen to anything that I choose. <laughs> so, so what's it's going on, Ty? Oh, oh, what's going on? Oh, oh, uh, what do I, what, what's, what's next? What do we do after this uh, moment in our lives here? Where... You know, there's other people here that oh, no, 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 no. Hey, no. Yes. You got some homework for us? <laughs> I do. Thanks, Diedrich, for remembering me. Um, yeah. No problem. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, uh, next week's episode, the album that I've selected is a compilation album that came out in 1992. It's a greatest hits album. And I'm just going to go ahead and say the artist and I'm going to say the name of the album all at once. You guys ready? ABBA Gold. Doing some ABBA and the album is gold from 1992. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Doing some ABBA. So get ready. Okay. That's right. It's time. It's time. Have some fun, guys. <laughs> I think the oh, songs right. were a lot of fun. Probably. I was born them. So. Yeah. Okay. Is now, it... Taj, you can say what you want to say. Oh, now? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> this has been Choice Tracks. Uh, you can find this on our website at tracetracks.com or email us at tracetracks at gmail.com. Uh, both of them end with a Z. We have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora. Uh, please sub- subscribe. I am. Please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Brandon. And I'm Damon. And I'm sick of rom-com shit. Let's get back to real life. Too much cheese. Too much cheese. <laughs> uh, so back to the chips. So marry that Taylor first cheese. <laughs> or Love Island. <laughs> you know what? Ducky for president. That's what I'm going to say. Ducky for president. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to yeah. pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those first back. <laughs> <laughs>